Well, 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 look who decided to show up. Hey, hey, hey. no, seriously, welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour, where for 18 years now, stories and music have been presented to listeners across the planet. In this episode today, we present a tale of two Pauls, something like that. This is a recording originally broadcast over broadcast radio. The legendary performer, singer, songwriter, entertainer, Tall Paul, asked the Paul of the Paul Leslie Hour to go into the studio and spend an hour telling stories and sing and play some great songs. Needless to say, Paul, Paul Leslie, accepted and considered himself lucky to be in the presence of Tall Paul. And it was fun, a lot of fun. This was one of the very early broadcasts, but it's now available to anyone for streaming or download. Hey, lucky you, huh? Hey, did you hear about Tall Paul and his wife, Christy? They're part of the entertainment lineup for Parrothead Cruise 2022. Sounds like a lot of folks are going to be having a lot of fun exploring the Caribbean and doing some good while they're at it. You can go to ParrotheadCruise.com to find out more, but you'll want to hurry. That ship will fill up fast. One more question. Did you know the Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through listeners like you? That's right. And it's easy. Just click on to ThePaulLeslie.com. ThePaulLeslie.com. Click on Support the Show, and that's it. And we thank you, every single one who contributes and those who listen. Now let's get back to that recording studio where Tall Paul and the other Paul, Paul Leslie, went inside and came out an hour later. Two Pauls, take it away, fellas, and happy listening, everyone. How you doing, Paul? Good. How are you, man? Great to have you here. This is going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) So what's going on? What's new in your world? I've been playing everywhere. It's just been one of those those years. I've been playing four or five times a week and rocking, going everywhere. I've been to Massachusetts in the wintertime, which I don't recommend. (laughs) Cape Cod in the summer is beautiful. It's cold in the winter. (laughs) Well, is uh, is there anything new coming up? I'm going to do a tour of Ireland this year. Ireland, really? Yeah, I, I went by two years ago and, and did a two-week tour, and we're going to do another one of those. I'm sure you have a lot of stories from Ireland. And Ireland is so much fun. It's a beautiful place, great people, cold beer. Cold beer. Dark, <laughs> thick, cold beer. Mm. It's wonderful. You should go. Well, <laughs> perhaps I will someday. Are there any other places you're going to be going to soon? Um, I'm going to do a show for the um, Parrothead Club in Chattanooga on Fourth of July weekend oh. with with my band. They're calling it Island Home, and it's going to be a big fundraiser, a big Parrothead event. So that'll be the kickoff to Fourth of July weekend in Chattanooga. That'll be, that'll be fun. I hear that uh, Eric Stone is doing a compilation disc. Yeah, um, in conjunction with Latitudes and Attitudes magazine, both an online magazine and a, and a print publication. They're doing volume two of uh, Songs for Sailors. And one of my songs is going to be on that compilation. And which song is that? It's the title track to my first CD called Can't Find My Way. You want to hear it? 
Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> it goes like this. Crashing upon the shore I just don't seem to care I feel the wind blowing through the sails As I cross the ocean blue I just can't seem to find my way Into port and back to you Back to you I can't find my way I can't find my way I can't find my way back to you There's a special feeling I've come to know As I struggle to be free With the only sounds of gulls and mainsails And your sweet memory I've done so much and come so far That I seem to have lost my way Back to gentle times lying in your arms And the things we didn't say We didn't have to say I can't find my way I can't find my way I can't find my way back to you I've scaled mountains, combed the ocean floor, but I still don't see how to span the boundless caverns that can bring you back to me. I keep my eyes wide open and my doors are open wide. Get my chance to keep you by my side, by my side. I can't find my way I can't find my way I can't find my way back to you Back to you Back to you No Cool right. <laughs> And uh, other than that, you also have an album called Fast Beneath My Feet. Yeah, that's my most recent CD. How's that CD doing? Doing real well. Um, I sell it at shows and, and web sales, and it's done pretty well. I had a, a management team kind of trying to pitch it around to record companies, but I think I'm not country enough for Nashville, and I'm not <laughs> rock enough for L.A. or New York, so stuck in the middle. The thing I really love about this CD is... It drifts all up and down the musical landscape. That's that's kind of you know the way I am though. I, I grew up listening to rock and roll, and I had a brief stint in a bluegrass band in college. Um, I like all the world influences. I love Caribbean music. Um, I love reggae music. You know, and all those styles are are part of my makeup, and so it's only natural for me to want to bring all that stuff together in a record. It makes it hard to market it because it doesn't fit in a certain niche, but it's really fun to have all these different styles on the record. 
And there's one song on that album that a lot of people know as a Saint Somewhere song, and it's Drifting. Yeah, yeah. And when I heard this album, uh, it was just a very cool version, and you wrote that with Quincy, Quincy. Yates. Yeah, yeah. Quincy and I have been writing together for a long time, and, and uh, they recorded that song as a kind of a ska tune, a real up-tempo um, a showcase, really, for Quincy's steel drum playing. And... Um, when I was getting songs together for the, for that CD, I thought I've always kind of thought it more as a sultry groove, you know, more of a of a reggae Caribbean style groove. So we slowed it down and, and kind of gave it a a little more uh, intense feel. And uh, when Quincy heard it, I, I was kind of nervous, you know. It's 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 like it's it's our baby together, but he had one vision of it, and I totally changed that for this record. And when I heard, when I played it for him, he was I was kind of nervous to see what he'd react, and he was really knocked out and. Actually, the the Saint Somewhere version now live is a lot more like like my version on the CD. I have heard that it's yeah. more. Uh, They've really grooved it up. It's it's cool when they do it now. Yeah. Yeah. So how are those boys doing? They're doing well. They're playing uh, a lot. They're they're getting to play Belshire, which is a big deal in North Carolina, um, which is really cool. Some of their songs are going to be on a couple soundtracks coming up. Oh, um, cool! In fact, Sean Mullins from here in Atlanta is making a movie, and I think. I think they're going to have a couple of songs on the soundtrack to his new movie. Is that the uh, the search for John Lennon, or is that something? No, else? that's to- that's another thing altogether. The search for John Lennon is another movie. That's not just a movie, but it's going to be a concert tour. And if it pans out, it's going to be an amazing event, Man, nationwide concerts everywhere. Um, no, the Sean Mullins movie is called um, Confessions of a Delivery Boy or something. Hmm. But he's a he's the co star with his wife. And they're using a lot of regional acts on the soundtrack. Cool. Hats yeah, off really to those neat. guys. Um, well, for those of us that, well, I've heard it, of course, I've listened <laughs> to it a thousand times. Cool. Uh, that haven't heard the Tall Paul spin on the Yates Tall Paul combo, let's hear Drifting. All right. Good. Clamp this thing up here. Kind of goes like this. Clock in the morning, I'm going insane. I feel like I'm losing my brain. So many things unsaid, so little time. Any day now, I just might lose my mind. Oh, drifting in my confusion, I'm losing all direction. Wasting away Helplessly Will somebody help me? Oh Oh Desperate situation This feeling inside Staring me down in my pride It's got hold of me It won't let go If there's a way Out of this Please let me know Oh, Drifting in my confusion I'm losing all direction Wasting away 
helplessly Will somebody help me Oh Oh Now, now Much more of this I can take Losing my grip Starting to break I got to get out I got to be free Just get away, please Let me be, oh Drifting in my confusion I'm losing all direction Wasting away Helplessly Will somebody help me? Oh Oh Now, now Now, now gentlemen tall paul with drifting thanks <laughs> well that is just one of the songs that showcase the variety on fast beneath my feet um the th- one one little part that to me is kind of representative of the diversity of the album is you have romeo and juliet right and then right after that you get a little funky on us <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear about about that. How did that uh, How did that decision come into play? Um, when you got all these, you know, when the song when the songs are all recorded and you're, you're making decisions on on the order, I, I love what Romeo and Juliet does to people. You know, it's one of my favorite songs, and I've been told that it really comes across that that I feel passionate about that song. You know, and to to get sort of people being introspective at a, at a live show especially and and really start thinking about things and then it's nice to sort of shake people up you know let's get them back going again get them get them, get them funky so i like that attitude. i like being able to you know craft a, a set list as well as as well as a cd and a lot of thought goes into what orders a song goes in on a cd and when you're playing all these songs what You've told, I think you mentioned on stage before that that would have to be one cover that you you said that would have to be one that would be your top one of your top favorites. Yeah, I, I, w- I would say that if I could take one song and and say it was mine, if I could just if I was allowed you know magically to, <laughs> to take a song and, and select it and say that it was mine, that would be it because it's just a wonderful song and musically it's really creative. Mark Knopfler is an amazing guitar player. The lyrics are wonderful. There's neat references to to you know West Side Story, to Romeo and Juliet, the Shakespeare story. Not a lot of you know a lot of really interesting sort of sub themes behind the song, as well as just really touching people when, when you when you play it. And uh, as far as the audience go, uh, is there any song in particular that you have found uh, 
if things are slumping, if nobody's paying attention, you can play this one song and everybody is stripping naked, buying drinks, uh, getting crazy. Yeah, and you know, every musician that you ask this question to will probably give you the same three or four songs. Yeah, especially in in the style of music that that I play. If 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 it's if it's a lull, you break out Brown Eyed Girl or Margaritaville, and and people are going to respond. If you want to get people to dance, Brown Eyed Girl's a good one for that. Um, the classic song Mustang Sally will yeah. get people to dance. It's 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 almost like your 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 safety net. Um, <laughs> those songs are just so universally accepted. Young people, old people, you can be playing for high school kids or their parents or their grandparents. And and people will respond to those songs. There's something about it. Singing sha la 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 ti da. It gets people going every time. Well, speaking of that, we uh, we have a letter, and I'm going to read that letter right now. I know you like fan mail. I do. <laughs> well, so, so do I. And, Especially uh, positive. <laughs> you know, this says, Dear Paul, we can pretend it's for both of us. <clears throat> Dear Paul, I really appreciate the show and especially the music you select. Great choices in the variety, and I particularly like you playing the artists who are lesser known for their versions of songs. It's great to hear a different interpretation than the predictable one, and I continue to commend you on your sensitivity to the whole spectrum of music appreciation. Not only the obvious sound, but the subtleties, the words, and the personal meanings. Thanks for introducing me to your world. Hugs, Harriet Season from Massachusetts. What a great letter. When I got this letter, I'll tell you, it made my entire week. That. I mean, that just that's all the validation I need is when I get a letter from a listener and they say how much they like the show. Yeah. That makes it for me. I'm sure it, it does the same for your show. Yeah, and occasionally someone will say to me, you know, they like for Romeo and Juliet, for instance, they'll hear a song from me for the first time. They might not know the Dire Straits version. And they'll say to me, I went back and bought the Dire Straits CD and I like your version better. Yeah. And that's that's such a compliment. You know, it's, it's hard to accept because if it weren't for Dire Straits, there wouldn't be that song. But it's such a compliment and it just makes you feel like, you know, great, like your day is complete. And it makes you feel like almost like you should be thanking them. Uh, so uh, at this time, I'd like to say thank you to Harriet, my favorite Naughty Buffett chick. <laughs> and uh, maybe you could play her a song. How about covering a, a Mac McAnally, Jimmy Buffett song that uh, she might hear another version of right here? Right on. Okay, this one's called Changing Channels. Oh, good <laughs> choice. Actually, if I could uh, explain a little bit about that song. Okay. I met Mac McAnally, and uh, I asked him about that song because it's it's one of my favorite Mac McAnally um, songs, and he said that that song came was basically born in ten minutes, really, on the doorsteps of a house in Key West. Jimmy Buffett and Mac McAnally collaborated, and in ten minutes, that song was made. That's nice. Well, uh, it happens sometimes. Yeah, sometimes the song writes itself. Let's hear it. Okay. Girl of a thousand faces, long line of basket cases. 
daughter of a fortune teller. Oh, the lovely Isabella, she's changing channels, staying on her toes. She's just changing channels as she goes. Places full of beachhead sailors, fishermen and old retailers. Simple lives are so deep-seated, and history always gets repeated. Some folks have a bird's eye view, and others haven't got a clue. Some will go and some will stay. Doesn't matter anyway. They're all changing channels. Crazy girls and boys. They're all changing channels, changing toys. Survivors of tidal waves. Children of former slaves. Strange how they all behave, like it's another world. There's an island in the ocean where the people stay in motion. Somewhere on the old Gulf Stream. Do they live or did I dream? They're all changing channels, waiting for their sails to fill. They're all changing channels, always will. They're all changing channels, waiting for their sails to fill. They're all. Changing channels always will. That was beautiful. Thanks. Great song. <laughs> what do you, What do you think about when you uh, hear that song and play that song? I always get an, an image, especially on the last verse of of this paradise, the island that we all dream of. Of you know living on one day and um, just the serenity of what it must be like at that point to just say to heck with it. I'm going to be out here and do this and just live my life and not worry about the other world and right. problems and troubles. It's a very serene feeling mm-hmm. about that. That's I'll just keep going no matter what. Right. It kind of reminds me of a quote from Jimmy Buffett where he says, if there is a heaven for me, I know there is a beach attached to it. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Well, um, speaking of tropical music, that kind of thing, uh, you play quite a bit at a place that most people just go to right away and they think, wow, this place is really different. Hemingway's. Ah, Hemingway's. <laughs> I know you've had some pretty sinful moments in that place. <laughs> I have indeed. And I you know the very first time I played Hemingway's, I walked in and went, I love this place. <laughs> you know, it's got that feel. It's got an aura of the people that work there, the people that go there. 
the people that own it. I mean, everybody's just got a great attitude. The atmosphere, it's fun, it's friendly, and it's the way music and bars should be. Hmm. So I'm sure, uh, well, not necessarily just Hemingway's. I'm sure you have some wild and crazy stories. I played, and this is funny, I played an end of of college, end of school year party um, recently at some school that shall remain nameless, University of Tennessee. And uh, they had this huge inflatable water slide. I've never seen one. It was like a two-story inflatable thing that has water running down it's a big spiral slide and there was a fire alarm so the, the firemen showed up and these scantily clad college co-eds convinced the firemen to go down the water slide really and i was thinking that this is really cool you know i mean i have a great time at my job but these guys are gonna have a story to tell right for months you know these these little bikini clad girls coerced them into riding down this water slide because it was a false alarm fire in the middle of the afternoon. So weird things happen. I can see that happening. You know, and when your T-shirt <laughs> says, get naked and sing loud, you know, you just never know what might happen. Well, why? Uh, where did that come from? I like that. but I Well, I figured, known. you know, I had to have a credo, a motto to live by. <laughs> and so, you know, what better motto than to get naked and sing loud? And it, and it seems to work for me. <laughs> I have a Hemingway story of my own. Okay. This is a story. I've tried to write about this, but it's always been kind of hard to write about. And I think that keeping true to its form, it needs to stay as a story that is told. Okay. <clears throat> I was going to see a Vertical Smile concert in Hemingway's. And uh, it was a very vile and nasty show. <laughs> well, no, anyways. Beforehand, one of the guys that plays, Jeff Pike, gets this phone call from this guy. And he's calling from a cell phone in a bathroom. And he says, uh, he calls Hemingway's and says, can I speak to Jeff Pike? So Jeff goes and they, he answers the phone. And he says, uh, hey, um, remember our deal? Because the night before, he had called the Reverend Jerry McCollum and said, Look, I'm going to try to propose to the woman of my dreams. And he had never met this guy before. That was the funny thing. (laughs) And he says, uh, Yeah, can you do, what is it, the girl from Impedema? Right. And he says, "Uh, No, not really. And he says, Well, do you know anybody that can do time in a bottle? And he said, oh, I know somebody that can do that. So the next day, Jeff's getting this call to do the, you know, the time in a bottle. So never met this guy before. We go walking out. And it was really funny the way it, it, it worked out because so many people from the bar heard about this. Right. And so Jeff has his guitar case, and he's walking around the square like some wandering, you know, <laughs> Uh, just a wandering musician, some troubadour. And uh, we see the couple. At the same time, it was really strange because he said he was dressed up. It just so happened that there was a large wedding. And I don't know if you've ever been to a black wedding, but black weddings I have, they invite everyone. So, you know, there's everybody and their grandmother is out there at this wedding. So we don't know which guy it is. (laughs) So... We see this guy, and he's walking around, and, you know, he's looking pretty sharp. And then we see the woman that he's with. And, I mean, she could stop anyone in, in your tracks. I saw her, and I fainted. 
I fell on the ground. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, you see this big crowd of people following Jeff Pike with, with Jeff's guitar. And now he's got to sing to this woman. He's Well, he's walking along like, da-dee-da-dee-da. And then the guy says, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Could you play us a song? And he says, uh, so he starts picking a little bit. And then he says, oh, I know this song. And he starts playing, you know, if I could put time in a bottle. And you hear uh, uh, the woman, and she has a European accent. And she says, I know that song. That's our song. And so he starts playing, and they're dancing. Oh, nice. And I hear uh, Pat, the owner of Hemingway's, and he says, there's no way that this girl is going to say yes to him. She is just too hot. <laughs> He's, You know, this guy's going to go home crying tonight. Well, when uh, the verse with the box, you know, right. a box. A box just for wishes. A box just for wishes. Right. This guy stops dancing. Jeff says, well, keep dancing, guys. And, uh. Right when he says box, I gotta say, this guy was smooth. He opens up the box that has the nice. ring with the rock on it. Nice. And so, tears, she, she, her face just contorted. And the Reverend Jerry's wife is right next to me, and she's like, oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> That's cool. And then, you you know, everybody's just sitting there watching, like a crowd of people watching, knowing <laughs> that this was gonna happen. And you can hear the owners of Hemingway's, and they're like, no, no, this guy doesn't have a prayer. <laughs> and, uh, Sure enough, she says, yes, there are tears streaming down her face. Cool. I just thought that was such a great story. That's awesome. I love to tell that story. And it was on the square? It was on the square. Nice. This guy, I mean, he had it going on. And, cool. you know, if anybody's thinking about proposing to a woman. Call Jeff Pike. There's an idea, though. I mean, <laughs> you know, I thought, well. <laughs> That's good. But uh, who knows where they are. I don't know if Jeff tried to slip his business card in her <laughs> to her or anything. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I was flying at a bar in Nashville one night. And it was a pretty rowdy crowd. And I, I, I do a cover of a Warren Zevon song called Werewolves of London. Oh, yeah. And I get people to howl. And, and instead of playing a solo on the guitar, I get people to play drums on their table. And it's a big, raucous, rowdy thing. And, and so I'm doing that song, and everybody's singing and screaming and hollering. And there's this well-dressed guy in the back, suit and tie, very you know well-coiffed. He's holding his cell phone up toward the stage. And... Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, he wasn't singing or pounding or anything. And uh, so during the break, I went back there and I said, and just introduced myself. And I, I said, I couldn't help but notice when I was playing Werewolves of London, you were holding your cell phone up. You know, what was that all about? And he said, well, I'm, I'm Senator Cohen from Memphis. And Warren Zevon's a good friend of mine. And I just wanted him to hear how rowdy this crowd was doing his song. And I said, you mean you called Warren Zevon? While I was playing, he said, yeah, yeah, I just let him hear it. You know, it was on his answering machine. But, mm -hmm. So that was that was kind of a cool moment. Again, you just never know what's going to happen. Oh, you know, I am a big Warren Zevon fan. <laughs> he definitely was an underappreciated talent. Well, um, I figure we should know exactly, because there are some people that probably haven't heard you. Uh, where does Tall Paul come from? <laughs> well... Just like all the styles of music, I kind of grew up in a lot of different places. I was born in Ohio and um, grew up in Virginia Beach. So I kind of have a little Midwestern birth and then a, an East Coast beach lifestyle. Went to college in North Carolina and decided between graduate school or moving to Nashville. And much to my parents' chagrin at the time, chose to move to Nashville. And uh, I've been able to make a living playing music. Never went to graduate school. 
Do you ever have people come up to you and say, chalk on the sidewalk? <laughs> you know, <laughs> on I, the wall? <laughs> I, I had never heard that song until a few years ago. And one of my friend's parents' business is they find songs for, let's say you had a business and you wanted to use a certain song in your ad or, you know, a movie or something. They locate all these songs. And, and he found this Tall Paul song by Annette Finicello and brought me a, a 45, an actual vinyl and uh, I just laughed until I heard when I when I listened to it. And actually, Chalk on the Sidewalk is actually the name of my corporation. <laughs> instead of instead of being Tall Paul Incorporated, I'm Chalk on the Sidewalk. Initials on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's let's. I'm in the mood for some. Uh, do you have that? Yes, I do. Cool. I'm, I'm in the mood for some Annette Funicello. So uh, let's hear her Tall Paul song. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> we are here with Tall Paul Tall himself. Paul. Man, and that Funicello was a babe back then, too. <laughs> you ain't lying. Man, those <laughs> beach movies, man. She was a, she was the Britney Spears of the of that era, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of uh, kind of silly little ditties, the first Tall Paul show I went to, you did a song called Things I Like to Do. <laughs> and I heard that, and I just thought, you know... It's so simple, but it's great. What? How did that song come to be? Man, this, this, this is weird, but when I was a kid, I had an album, Alvin and the Chipmunks. And that song is written by Alvin and the Chipmunks. The guy that was the voice of Alvin and the Chipmunks wrote that song. If you look at the credits, it's Bagdasarian. That's the guy that wrote all those, you know, Chipmunk songs. Of course, you know, when I was a kid, I was the same height as Alvin. So the song, the way Alvin sang it, was fine. But then as I got a little bigger, I had to make my own verses up. And then um, the greatest rock and roll band in the world, which is NRBQ, also does a cover of that song with their verses. So it's, it's a, a well-traveled song in obscure circles. <laughs> well, we got to hear it. Cool. All right. <laughs> I like to play baseball. I like to go swimming. I like to make movies with naked women. I like to eat pizza, play ping pong too. I don't like to paint the house, scrub the floors, do you? I like to have lots of fun and sing these songs for you. I like to make records and ride on my Harley. I like to go bowling with fine young women. And take all my clothes off and play with jello. I don't like to mow the yard, rake the leaves, do you? I like to have lots of fun and sing these songs for you. I'll pick it. Out, there's a key change right about here. And I like to turn on right out of this world. I like short dresses when they're on girls. I like to skip school, break all the rules. I don't like to study much because arithmetic makes me sick. And I like to have lots of fun and sing these songs for you. And I like to have lots of fun and sing these songs for you. <laughs> I love that. Thanks. 
Well, you like short skirts when they're on girls. Well, yeah. Well, what? Explain, please. <laughs> well, the, the, the ultimate definition of that story is there's the, the, the guy that produced my CDs is a, an amazing mandolin player named Brent Truitt, who was on tour with the Dixie Chicks last year. And he's a great producer, a great guy, and he's also very tall. So we, you know, we blend together well. And he, when he was off the road, he and I would do shows together. And we were doing a show in Knoxville, Tennessee. And um, at about three in the morning, we decided to go get a sandwich at this all-night deli. So we're waiting in line. And at about three, three thirty, all the bars are closed and they're emptying out. And everybody's heading to the deli. Well, this deli is situated above uh, a cabaret. Cabaret in parentheses. And um, so we're waiting in line to get our sandwich order, and, and this stunning creature in an orange knit dress comes walking in in the door. And my buddy Brent pokes me and says, Man, look at her. I was like, Brent, Brent, um, that's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, no, 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 man. That that girl with the with the nice butt and the orange tight tight dress, knit dress. I was like, when when he gets in line behind you, look at his when knuckles. He, <laughs> you know, and he's got big old hairy knuckles. And my my buddy Brent says, man, we ain't got sh- stuff like that in Missouri. <laughs> I just edited it there right at the last second. Yeah, yeah. Brent's from Missouri, and they just not, you know that was just totally out of. Out of sorts for him. Doesn't go that way. So yeah, so we, we like short dresses, but we prefer them right on, on girls. Right. Gender <laughs> is important in that one. So uh, you said that you were going to play another song from Fast Beneath My Feet. Yeah, um, you were you were talking about uh, Jimmy Buffett and Mac McAnally just creating a song real quickly. Occasionally, you know, songs just appear um, on on your last. You played one of my songs. Thank you, by the way. Um, which is an Irish sort of based song. And, and literally I woke up one morning, that song was in my head, the melody. And, and, uh, fortunately I had a cassette deck handy and I ran over and, and wrote, wrote down the, or played the, the melody for myself so I wouldn't forget it. And this next one was the same one. It's the same way. It just kind of the, the first verse and chorus just appeared magically one afternoon and, and, uh, without much other work, the rest of the song sort of took shape. Um, it's called Never Again. It goes like this. Stand with me, you give yourself for all to see. Never say never again. No, never say never again. It wasn't easy to let you in, it wasn't easy to be my friend. But the walls I hid behind began to fall. You stood beside me through it all. Never. Say never again No, never Say never again No, the places my life has been You're my desire to start again 
that I could feel this gentle strength in love so real. Yet here I am, a child again. You smile at me, I take your hand. Never say never again. No, never say never again. Ladies and gentlemen, Tall Paul, <laughs> for those who have never been on this website, check out www.tallpaul.com. Right. You will see some pictures that will inspire you to want to go see a Tall Paul show. I actually had to um, edit some of the pictures lately. <laughs> yes. Um, my, my nephews couldn't get on the website because they had a blocker that would allow them. Oh, no. So... Um, I had to do a little little changing lately. Well, let me just uh, <laughs> let me just state that it's not. I mean, it's not anything that's going to shock you. It's a it's a wholesome good right. page. Right. You'll enjoy right. it. Right on your website, you frequently talk about places you've been. Yes, and uh, much like you, I'm kind of a wanderer. Um, tell me about some of the great places that Tall Paul has been. And ha- where he has played and some of your adventures, worldwide or domestic. One of the greatest places that I didn't know was going to be one of the greatest places when I when I headed out was a place called Saipan. Now, I know you've traveled that part of the world, Micronesia, a lot. Yeah. Saipan was the most amazing place. It's I, I guess maybe because I was there when it wasn't a big tourist season and we pretty much had the island to ourselves. Um, a beautiful tropical paradise, a lot of history, a lot of World War II history there. Um, it's, a, it's an American um, colony, so there's a U.S. post office and all that kind of thing, but it maintains its tropical atmosphere. It was a wonderful place to go visit. We stayed at a place called the Pacific Island Club, and it was just fabulous. The people there were wonderful, friendly, you know, definitely part of the tropical lifestyle. Hmm. I've gotten to go to Australia, which was great fun. Spend days on a boat out on the barrier reef diving and hiked in the outback and played music with Aboriginal Indians and uh, played in Sydney on, on the, on the, uh, in the cult area called the rocks. Some great little pubs there. Um, I've been to Ireland three times to play and going back this summer. Um, looking forward to that. I've played all over Europe, um, Japan. I've been to Tokyo. And uh, a really neat story. I, uh, there's a town, I think it's called Regensburg, Germany. And uh, I was just sort of passing through. I was on a train and stopping in little cities and, you know, bringing my guitar out like the troubadour thing, you know. And, <laughs> and um, I set up the show at a little club in Regensburg, Germany. And I got there, and you would have thought that Jimmy himself was showing up because there were people waiting to get in. To, to a show in this little tiny town in Germany for me. And, and I was like, what's going on? And apparently one of the 
students there had done um, a, a, a exchange student program at Vanderbilt and had brought CDs and tapes back of my shows wow. and had played them in this little pub and everybody wanted to see the American guy, Tom Paul. <laughs> and it was such a neat, refreshing thing to be so far from home and, and to get that response, you know, and it's a lot of neat things. I was playing in, in uh, Zellemse, Austria in a ski resort in the wintertime. And there was this guy and I was, and I'm playing my show and he's screaming, Hotel California, Hotel California after every song. And, and I, I'll play it. I'll play it. So finally I get to Hotel California. He's screaming and singing every word. <laughs> and so I go take a break and I go talk to him afterwards. He doesn't know a, a word of English. <laughs> he knows all the words to Hotel California by rote. Can sing him right, right, exactly right. Doesn't know a word of English, but loves American music. And when I sang that song, it was just the highlight of his day. But we, you know, other than drinking beer, we couldn't, we couldn't communicate other than that. We had Hotel California in common. So you just sit there and smile at him. Yeah. Yeah. Drink more beer. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I love the world too. I love seeing everything I can see. What about, uh, some of the places in the, uh, United States? I love Cape Cod. Um, I, I get to play up there usually in the summer <laughs> until last year, always in the summer. And, uh, I play there usually in July or August, do a couple of shows up there. I'll be playing in, um, for the Parrotheads of Eastern Massachusetts. They're having their 10th anniversary celebration coming up in February. And Mike Crawley, my, my musical partner, harmonica player extraordinaire, Crawdaddy, and I are going up and, and playing at the 10th anniversary for the Parrotheads of Eastern Massachusetts, which is always fun. I've been to Dallas. I actually played a show in the Dallas Aquarium one time, <laughs> which was really neat. Uh, play in Chicago. Um, there's some really neat, really neat places in Chicago to play. I've played uh, Ohio, played Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, um, all over Florida, Georgia, obviously go to california a couple times a year just to say that i did yeah well, <laughs> i played in them. utah i played in salt lake city oh, right yeah? before the olympics which was big fun um haven't been northeast i mean northwest yet that's that's a goal there's a couple places that uh i like to go to that i know you've been to and uh, i'm going down Next month, down to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know that place, the Big Easy. Absolutely, man. Some of my favorite restaurants <laughs> in the world are down there. Man, the Uglitches. Have you been there? What's that? Uglitches. It's a little hole-in-the-wall restaurant. No. I'll give you directions. Please do. That's please. a great place. That, for those of you that have never been to New Orleans, please do yourself a favor and get to the French Quarter. You might put on 10 pounds. You might end up... But a, a word <laughs> from the wise, though, don't don't necessarily go during Mardi Gras and expect to experience New Orleans the way right. it really is. I mean, it's it's a different place during Jazz Fest and, and Mardi Gras. It's it's fun. It's a huge party. Um, but to really experience New Orleans, go when there's not a really huge event going on and and get to see get to go in some of these places and and walk around, which you can't always do right during Mardi Gras. It's it's a party during Mardi Gras. Don't get me oh, wrong yeah. there, but it's also fun to go when it's when it's not one of those big events and just you know you can get into some of these places and really experience the people, the culture. It's a great place. Yes, the culture. What are you going down for? I'm going down. I'm going to hang out at a few places and you know just do the whole tourist thing. But I'm going to do a show 
at Tropical Isle. Oh, good. You know, the home of yeah, the, the sure. hand grenades. Last time I was down there, I enjoyed them a little too much <laughs> and ended up, I ended up, uh, yeah, I just <laughs> I ended up consuming way too many. Um, not only that, I'm going to try to interview, he just got nominated for a Grammy, um, Sonny Landreth. Oh, man, I love Sonny Landreth. He's amazing. He yes. is the greatest slide guitar player in the world. I am crossing my fingers on that one. I hope you get that. He's an <laughs> amazing talent. And also Rain, a guy that he does some really good acoustic stuff out in Mississippi. Oh, cool. Formerly of, of Rhythm and Rain. Hmm. And I'm also going down to Key West. When are you going? I'm going, too. Really? In June. In June? Yeah. So am I. Well, we have to meet up. Yeah. So yeah. We'll have, to, I, we'll have to compare dates. Yeah, yeah. This is this this could uh, this could pan out debauchery. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so anyways, it's it's cool talking about all the the places we've been. But uh, I know everyone wants to hear another Tall Paul song. All so right, Good. let's let's get to some strumming. Let's play a little something here, <laughs> my 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 friends. I'm gonna do some adjusting while we're talking here. Hmm. Okay. Misplaced something. There it is. My friends always refer to this song as the hit. The hit. Which is kind of fun. It's, it's got some real neat harmonies, and they always like to sing along. Whenever I have a big jam session at the house, they always look forward to this one. Every time that I think about you, I wonder what your day like what did you do all the things that i wish can't come true until i get myself a lot closer to you and you are my days in the sunshine you are my walks in the rain you are the love that i've looked for I won't be lonely again Telephones make it seem like you're here But it doesn't feel like it feels when you're near Things are never quite what they appear A couple days can still feel like you're here You are my days in the sunshine searched for 
much, Paul. This has been a very fun. I want to thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for inviting me to do this whole hour. It's been a blast for me. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check out more of Tall Paul's work, go to www.tallpaul.com. And Tall Paul is going to play Close Your Eyes by James Taylor to close out the show. This old world must still be spinning around And I still love you So close your eyes You can close your eyes It's alright And I don't know no love songs I can't sing the blues anymore I can sing this song You can sing this song When I'm gone It won't be long Before another day We're gonna have a good time No one's gonna take that time away You can stay as long as you like So close your eyes You can close your eyes It's alright And I don't know no love songs I can't sing the blues anymore But I can sing this song You can sing this song When I'm gone Thank you for stopping by today If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, the entertainer. Written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano. The traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.